Hello and welcome to Unconditioning Love, where I, Lydia, your host, guide you through the profound journey of deconstructing love to rediscover its unconditional essence. Join me as we explore stories of resilience, speaking with individuals from the LGBTQ community, those who have found love post-narcissistic relationships, and courageous souls breaking free from high-control religions. Together, let's unravel the layers of conditional love and embrace the boundless beauty of love without conditions. Hello and welcome to week three of Unconditioning Love. Before we tune in today, I want to tell you about something that is near and dear to my heart, something that I put so much love into and I am just so incredibly excited about. Last year, I created a program called A Journey Within. And this program was created unintentionally for my past self. And for those of you who are currently going through the process of coming back to aspects of yourself that you have long neglected and coming back to yourself, coming back to your heart, coming back to self-love and really just being there for yourself. It is when we are able to invest in ourselves in this way and really create that space to take that time for us that we're able to have the biggest shifts. And this is where this program comes in. Imagine weekly healing sessions every single Monday where you tune in and you have heart healing, you have inner child healing, and you follow my words and release layers that you've been carrying. And maybe you didn't even know that you've been carrying all of these layers, but through our time together, you're just going to release so much shit (laughs) and you're just going to leave feeling so much lighter and also you're going to have a plan of action and you're going to move forward with this time for yourself as a part of your daily habit because together we're building this habit of creating this time for yourself. That's really at the essence of this program is creating healing for yourself and coming back to yourself in this moment. And you know, I feel like growing up at the meetings, it was all about like, oh, you have to be, I don't know, this version of yourself that's like the best and It was very black and white. And so oftentimes when we leave the meetings, we feel like, you know, this healing, we just need to be healed already. Like there's just so much that, like so much pressure that we put on ourselves. And a part of this program is bringing in so much grace for yourself in this moment because you are right where you need to be. And instead of having this idea that, oh, you just need to do all of this healing. It's like, no, I'm simply going to choose to be here for myself and I'm going to choose to show up for myself in a bigger way than I ever have before and I am perfectly right where I need to be. So it's reframing, reshaping, and bringing in this intentionality that you are right where you need to be and I'm going to be reminding you of that as well. So if this sounds like something that would be beneficial for you and it's aligned, then you're in luck because I actually closed the doors two weeks ago for this current launch and we're starting in on the 22nd but I just had this big feeling that there are still more people that are meant to come in um, during this particular launch and so I'm reopening the doors on Monday and they're going to be open for one week and we start in on the 22nd and I'm super excited. I'm so incredibly excited to go on this journey with you guys. For more information you can click the link below or just reach out and I will be here to answer any questions that you may have. Today I want to talk about aspects of things that fell off for me within the church and 
how I've shifted in my belief around Jesus. Like when I was in the meetings versus now, because there has been a huge shift and I want to talk about that. So the first thing is I grew up as a very, very intuitive and empathic child. I felt energy from the time that I was little, like I was that child, you know, that was scared to go downstairs. I used to have night terrors at night where I could like feel energy around me. And at that time, I didn't understand how to hold my energy within my own space and not um, like protection, but like, I don't know. I don't like the word protection now because within the meetings, it's all about, oh, you've got to keep your energy safe and you've got to guard it away from all of these evils out there. And there's so much focus on like protecting yourself from the world and from the enemy and from all of these evils that you end up like becoming a magnet to energy, right? And so whenever I use the word protection now, it's totally different. It doesn't hold all of that other stuff that it used to hold for me. Um, but okay, I'm getting a little off track. So whenever I was younger, from the time that I was really young up until I stopped going to meeting, I felt this weird energy oftentimes whenever I was communicating or like specifically if I was like standing and talking with a brother worker and their energy was facing towards me, I could feel their energy towards me. And not every time, but oftentimes it was very sexual and this felt very off for me um, and because I didn't have a place to put this when we started learning about all of the things that have been happening and all of like the number at this point it's like I, I want to say it's almost up to 700 perpetrators within the church and many of them are, are male and a handful of them like a lot of them are um, preachers and so it made a lot of sense to me because there was definitely an energy within a lot of the male preachers that I was picking up on um, and I just kind of kept my distance and I never got too close. My parents were really really good as we were children. They never um, let us sleep close to where the workers were. Their rooms were always very close to where ours were. They were very aware of that and my mom even talked to us as kids about Anytime one of the workers, male workers, had um, been found to be a perpetrator, like she would come to us and she would say, hey, this person, you know, is not a safe person. Did he ever do anything to you? So she was really, really good about always keeping that open communication. And I'm so grateful for that. So I did have that awareness from a young age. And I was also very aware of the energy within the male workers. Um, so it didn't come as a surprise to me whenever things started coming out. I don't want the whole podcast episode to be about this because this is just like heavy, heavy stuff. But I just wanted to kind of underline that of my intuition from a really young age being spot on in those areas. Um, and then the other thing that happened to me, I started working with a somatic healer. Actually, one of the friends connected me with this massage therapist who actually also did energy work. And I started seeing her um, for massage therapy. And then within our sessions, she ended up doing some energy work on me. And I started learning about my energy. And I learned about what it means to be empathic and what it means to set boundaries and energetic boundaries. And I just started understanding the difference between my energy and someone else's energy that is outside of mine. And this was a huge shift for me growing up at the meetings. Energy is all combined. Like there is not 
we we're not taught how to be our own separate identities. We're taught how to all kind of merge together. And because of this, there aren't really very many boundaries. I mean, there are some people that are unique to this, right? Um, but, or like, I'm, I'm sorry, there are some people that actually do put up boundaries, but it's not the common theme within the meetings. Most people within the meetings don't really have healthy, healthy boundaries. And that's also, you can see this play out when um, someone asks you, oh, so you're not going to meeting anymore? Well, how are you going to keep your relationship with God going? Right? Because that in itself is like not a boundary. You're That's so inappropriate. It's like asking, you know, a married couple, okay, so how many times are you guys going to have sex to continue your relationship? Like, it's just one of those things that's so intimate and so personal. And so when I first left the meetings, I had to learn about boundaries myself and what is okay and what is not okay. And it completely shifted the friendships that I had. I, I released a lot of friendships because I started learning about what was healthy and what was not. Um, and once I started putting up those boundaries, um, it just shifted a lot of things for me. Um, so when I started creating these energetic boundaries, what happened was I started becoming more aware of energy that was not mine that maybe in the past was just so merged with mine that I couldn't tell the difference and one of those energies was um, the meeting energy connected with what in the meetings we knew as Jesus and the first moment that I had this like clear shift in thinking was this one night I was praying and I in that moment I was calling out to Jesus and I was like I just want to feel you close to me and I felt this energy come in that I had felt, you know, from the time that I was little and came up to me and he said, Lydia, your life is going to be so beautiful. Your life is going to be so hard, but it's also going to be so beautiful. And I was like, oh, Jesus. And I felt his comfort and his hand like around me. And then I felt him leave. And I was sitting in that and something just for a minute, as I was thinking about him saying that my life was going to be so hard, I felt this like weird feeling that just like the heebie-jeebies where you've got like full body goosebumps and it just felt very off for me. And then I had another dream. Um, well, that one was not a dream, but the next thing that happened to me was I had a dream and in my dream, I saw Jesus and he was, well, I didn't see his face, but he was like really like big. He was standing there and I just saw his knees and I was like on the ground kneeling. And he said, you need to pray right now and forgive everyone that you've ever held something against because you're about to die and you need to just forgive everyone. And I woke up from that dream and it was the same Jesus energy and it just felt a little off. So I then went to this friend of mine who is not in the meetings. She's a massage therapist who also like does energy work and is in the world of energy. And she's like, Lydia, that energy is a part of the church. It's connected to the church and it's calling itself Jesus, but it is not Jesus. It is a dark energy. And she started describing it. And I just knew when she was saying this out loud, I knew it was true. And at the time I had started as a life coach, I wasn't doing, I wasn't doing a lot of like energy work or like healing stuff. It was more like what you think of as like life coaching, right? Like helping people in their life. 
Um, but one thing that kept coming up because the main people that I was I was working with were people from the meetings, and many of them had this thing surrounding um, God and this fear that like so much fear around like if they were gonna do this or that then maybe like God would like cut them off or they would go to hell or you know and they there were all of these different areas and I could see that they were neglecting areas of their life that if they would put some energy in it would help them mentally so much like in their well-being but they were neglecting that because they felt like God didn't want them to do that because that would be giving too much to themselves and as I was listening to their relationship with God and this, it's just like so much fear and it, it connected with this energy that I had had in my dream. And also I had seen throughout my childhood, like it was an energy I was very comfortable with because I, in my mind, I thought it was Jesus. Um, and as I was piecing this together, I could also see this other energy that's like much higher vibrating. That is like completely all light and love and here for healing here for helping us to like venture out and into the discomfort in order to like be our best selves and and that Jesus like that Jesus Christ right was such a different energy than the Jesus that I was starting to see like it was like these two that I had always seen as the same started to separate for me and I started to see which one was actually the Christ and then which one was like the Jesus from the church. And so in this separation, this was where like I started having like, I don't know, so many different experiences and started seeing things and people coming into my life, sharing with me like um, the very last convention that I went to, um, there were three or four different conversations with different women who they came to me um, for for work for life coaching for at this point I was doing energy healing for some energy healing and they came to me surrounding this fear that they had about going in the work and that they if they didn't go in the work that you know these terrible things were going to happen to them and it was just this pattern it was the same energy that the same Jesus energy that I had been feeling and so I helped them in the sense that I guided them back to their intuition to connecting that like God would never um, move forward in a way to, to push his child through fear. So this fear that they're feeling is not coming from God because that's not how God works and that's not how Jesus works. And so like leading them back to that and most of them had actually already come to that on their own. Um, so I was just there kind of as that sounding board reminding them. I mean, that's that's how our sessions work, really. I'm just here reminding you of what you already know. Um, and it was just crazy to me because it was after I had this shift, then all of a sudden I just started seeing this Jesus energy from the church everywhere. And so I wanted to share this today because the very last meeting that I went to, it was, I already knew that I was going to be leaving at this point, but it was December of 2019. We, Ryan and I um, went to the U.S. to visit our family. I haven't even gotten into like how we came to Paraguay to have an open home for the workers and all of that. Um, I'll share more of my story in the upcoming days, but we went, we came from Paraguay to the U.S. Um, for a quick visit with the family over Christmas and we went to a Wednesday night meeting while we were there. And Ryan and I both knew that we were leaving. We hadn't told everyone yet. A lot of people didn't know. Um, my immediate family knew from like 
I don't know, September, October of 2019, I, I talked to them just because I am the type of person that I need to, like, I give a lot of intention and um, time, like I need time, right? Not everyone needs that amount of time and, and we're not always given that amount of time in a lot of other areas of my life I haven't gotten that. But in this, I'm grateful that I got that time from like October to January when we actually left that my family knew and that I was like sitting in that, right? With the people that were the closest to me. Um, so anyway, in December, we went to one last meeting, our very last meeting that Ryan and I went to in the U.S. Um, and actually, that was my last meeting period, but it wasn't Ryan's last. And when we were in meeting, I prayed in the name of Jesus Christ. And when I said Jesus Christ, I kid you not, the whole entire room shifted. It was like I had said something bad. It was like I said a cuss word or something. Like I got full body goosebumps and it was just the weirdest thing and energetically speaking because I was calling on at this point I had I realized that the Jesus that they had been praying for and over was not actually Jesus and it's just such a a weird energy and the fact that I brought Jesus Christ into the room was like a it was not okay um and this was another yet another moment where I was like wow this makes so much sense to me because they have completely taken the Christ out of their service everything was focused on Jesus the man but not Jesus the the part of Jesus that was like divine and that was God right that was connected to God that was literally God in human form and so by focusing on all of the physical aspects right they had taken out the most important the most important aspect and in reality you can't separate the Christ from Jesus they are um, both so vital for our our journey Um, and so anyway I wanted to share with you these different shifts that I have had um, throughout the time since well I guess the first shift happened in like I want to say 2017 like the end of 2017 and it took me two years before I started to really get that courage to leave and um so it's just it's a journey it really is and I believe that we experience things in the right time I no longer believe like oh like I wish this would have happened at this time because I don't think that I would have been ready right it's like things happen when they're meant to happen and one thing that I have done a lot of and I also teach my clients how to do it because it's very life-changing is going back in time to different aspects of myself who wasn't within the meetings um, and sending her so much grace and so much love and even forgiveness for those moments when I was out of alignment with my values when I was doing something because I was in that energy and um, they, maybe that something was not something that um, feels good for me. And forgiving myself, right? Like bringing in that self-forgiveness is so powerful. Um, and it has really um, pushed me forward in a lot of ways as I've gone on that journey. Um, it is a journey. And so, yeah, I'm going to end this today's episode. I hope that maybe there's some part of my story that has resonated And I'm looking forward to hearing what you thought about all of this. And also, like, 
I want to hear if you've had any similar experiences. I really look forward to hearing and hope that each of you have a wonderful week and I will see you next week. You have been listening to Unconditioning Love. I am Lydia, your host, and I ask that if you gained something from this podcast, even if it was just to help you to think a little bit more deeply about a concept, I ask that you would go onto iTunes and review this podcast. It's super, super helpful, guys, whenever you rate or review the podcast. Um, And another way that you can give back is through sharing this podcast. Share it with a friend, share it with someone who would also benefit from listening. You can also share it on your Instagram stories and you can tag me at keeny.lydia and I'm going to spell that out for you. It's K-E-E-N-E-Y dot L-Y-D-I-A. I'll see you next week.